and welcome to the Fox and the Stone. I'm Tyler. And I'm Theron. And we're back. We are back indeed. <laughs> and it's a podcast for two friends. Take about a month off. Talk about nerd stuff, mental health, and pop culture. And we hope that you're doing well and finding ways to take care of yourself. Uh, it seems like this has been um, a pretty rocky start to the new year. We're mm-hmm. feeling that way as well. Um, it seems pretty bleak out there, but we hope that you're still finding ways to connect with people who care about you and support you uh, and to help you kind of just get through some of the uncertainty that is happening in the world right now. So as I just mentioned, Theron and I have been gone for about a month Mm -hmm. and we've had a few things just happen in life. So that's why we haven't recorded. So we're going to uh, let's go ahead and just kind of talk about some of the things. We'll just kind of keep it brief. We don't make yeah. want to make it a, a whole therapy episode about <laughs> what's been going on, but um, you know, we we took a break. I mean, the, the new year started off kind of um, busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know work picked up for me. Um, we had some sickness happen in the house. Everyone in our house got COVID. Uh, we all kind of took turns getting it. Luckily, we all recovered and we're fine. My symptoms were very mild. My daughter, thank goodness, had zero symptoms. My wife had it the worst, uh, but she recovered. And we've just been slowly kind of getting back on the recovery. My heater went out one day, mm-hmm. like on the coldest day of the year, um, which was not good. But luckily, we were able to get it fixed and we got warmth again. So, But, you know, it, there's been a lot of ups and downs. My mental health definitely hasn't been the strongest. Yeah. Um, it happens, you know, so I was probably in a rut for about two to three weeks, but mm. we made it through the other side and things are starting to get better for us, uh, at least for me personally. So we're really just glad to kind of get back on, on a schedule to start recording yes. these podcasts again, because, you know, we really missed it and we want to, you it's know, and hopefully if you, if you enjoy it and you're still riding with us and you mm-hmm. like listening, then here you go. So there, yeah. um, do you, is there anything that you kind of wanted to share? Um, yeah, the year, listen, Betty White dying on December 31st, I should have realized that this year was going to start off um, feeling like I'm wearing Crocs, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost <laughs> three good friends this month already. Um, so while Tyler was dealing with COVID, I was dealing with grief. Um, mm-hmm. And my mental health did fall off the record. Like I literally finally cleaned my room for the first time since december um Mm -hmm. today so things are looking up and you know when things happen when people die or tragedy strikes just remember that um i think rupaul said it best love and energy lives forever so i'm gonna keep the love and all the energy that my three friends gave me and cultivate it into other people and cultivate it into my podcast but most importantly cultivate it into myself um the best love is self-love but shout out to your friends um, and always say you love them because you never know when you might see them for the last time. But I've been healthy. Um, I finally got my provisional license for my LCSW. So yeah. um, I'm one step closer to be fully licensed. And um, look, I may be down, but I ain't down for the you know down for the count. It's just a boo boo to a mm-hmm. boo boo. And uh, I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me that easy. So um, <laughs> we're bat 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 back the fuck again. And I'm yes, so happy indeed. to be here. Um, I'm happy to be in this new year with Tyler and and Hank. Got to hang out with my friends and Cotty and John and everybody. So again, we're back in the habit. So uh, 
We're doing it. We're doing it. We're yeah. Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It has been, I feel like every January, like there's always a, that slight optimism. Like, and we talked about like resolutions and mm-hmm. just our goals or whatever. There's always kind of that mentality of like, yeah, it's going to be a reset, but man, it, it's always, I, I feel like we just need to stop. We almost need to like anticipate shit to hit the fan at the beginning of the year. Cause it feels like it always does, you know, yeah. and just kind of have a plan. So like we, we should lower our expectations. Cause maybe we, I, I don't know. Are we going in, to a new year too hot thinking like we're untouchable and then life happens and we're like well shit i'm not doing well (laughs) you know what i mean like with me with the new year it's never like this optimistic thing for me because it's just like if you want to change you want to create goals don't wait till january 1st right Um, with with my situation it you know you brought up the word immortal it just reminds me of this carrie fisher quote when she says um you think you remember the day you realize you're not immortal. Sometimes mm-hmm. I see children sobbing at airports and I think to myself, oh, they must have been told. So I, I think <laughs> I think this year is just a year recognizing that um, things are never going to be promised. Yeah. Uh, go for it today. Seize the fucking day. Carpe diem. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, like, if anything, you know, I'm a grief counselor, so when you, you know, what do you tell a grief counselor when they're in grief? Uh, nothing. They already know what mm-hmm. to say. So yeah. I'm just doing all the things that I do with my children. I actually have a new charge coming um, Wednesday, and she just lost her dad, like, last week. But I think her mom is actually dealing with the way worse. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just think, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a nihilist. I'm not very optimistic. But the new year is an exciting time for me because I love to watch my friends and or their children come up with all these like goals for their their year. And I'm just like, listen, I'm just trying to eat chili fries on the sideline and just enjoy the <laughs> year. <laughs> Knock on wood, nothing fucking bad happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't set like any major goals mm-hmm. this year. I think really, if if I had to say it was a goal, and it's not really a goal necessarily but it's just really wanting to be more creative Mm -hmm. and connect with my family more my friends more Mm -hmm. and just continue sort of the things I've already been doing you know I don't have like any tangible goals as Mm -hmm. as far as you know you know they're just they're just life changes I want to make yeah you know what I mean they're I mean, like quote smart goals like lose x amount of weight or gain x amount of weight or anything like that it's just just uh I just I want to make self improvements that I think would benefit my life and the people around me. That's pretty much mm-hmm. all I'm I'm working on, really. Listen, all I'm trying. My only goal this year is to see Jack Antonoff bleachers in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> that man, Lord Jesus. First of all, his pin game is ridiculous. His his production is always always good. I actually kind of like that he went into more of a indie rock style in this last album mm-hmm. uh my friend elizabeth told me that uh zach antonoff i'm sorry jack antonoff i have a friend who i call zach named zach and he looks like jack antonoff so i call him zach antonoff <laughs> but jack antonoff looks like buddy holly and my grandma was obsessed with body holly and then now i'm starting to realize like it's my grandmother's fault that i like white nerdy men <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> it's just like shit <laughs> Yeah, multi-generational trauma which is so funny because i remember like my grandma was like yeah i was gonna marry a white man back in like the 30s or something and my dad was like no (laughs) (laughs) so i was like oh this makes so much fucking sense 
That's awesome. So Well, yeah, so that's just kind of a little update on, on where we've been. We're doing a lot better now. We've been in constant communication with yeah. each other. I think just helping e- each other just move through this year so far. And uh, I'm hopeful that things will continue to get better. So we're just going to keep just kind of keep living oh yeah for um, sure that's all all that's all you could fucking do just living yeah. until your heart stops yeah, that's true <laughs> well today we really don't have anything marvel related to cover so theron came up with this idea he's like what if we covered like old nostalgia movies mm-hmm. or like tv shows so he was like let's start with mighty Morphin power rangers yes and i was like let's do it because i i loved the the Power Rangers back when I was a kid. I watched mm-hmm. the show. I watched this movie a lot. I think I saw this movie in theaters when I was like four. Had to be because this came out in ninety five. So we're gonna cover this movie now. Just know that anytime we cover movies from our childhood and when we were kids, we probably loved the shit out of these movies. But just know, watching them as an adult, mm-hmm. those made those. Those, those opinions have for the movie very changed. Or those opinions may have changed, and we'll dive into it here. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll dive into it oh, here. Oh God! Um, we're as we always do. We're gonna go ahead and uh, transition into a quick mental health check in. I'll go first. Uh, doing pretty good today. Uh, had some friends over last night. Theron and I hung out mm-hmm. pretty much all day yesterday. Um, pretty rough morning, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, because of um, what the day entailed Mm -hmm. um but i think ended on a on a on a good note yeah and uh, we were surrounded by friends and we got we got to work out together yeah theron got to show us how strong his fucking quads are and (laughs) legs all the legs all legs was just maxing out the leg curl machine you know (laughs) so easily there wasn't enough there wasn't enough weight for him i should have just like stood on the like the weights to like add an extra 165 pounds so yeah we got to hang out with theron yesterday so it it was great um yeah um so yeah doing doing a lot better i I really needed that day because you know between having covid and being away from everyone for so long and um not being able to work out, which is my number one coping mm-hmm. skill, just the depression, anxiety, apathy, you name it, just all kind of seeped in. So being able to hang out with friends for the day and, and get back into my workout routine mm-hmm. has been really good. So I'm doing a lot better. Good. So, Theron, what, how about you uh, today? Yeah, so um, I'm good. Yesterday, again, was rough. Um, for those who don't know, um, my classmate from high school, one of my best friends um, growing up, Aubrian Rogers passed away. So we went to our homegoing services. And to be honest, even though it was supposed to be sad, I found myself more annoyed with the crackheads in the back talking during our whole service. <laughs> I was like, yeah. would you guys shut the fuck up? And then I would whisper to Tyler like every so often, like, I'm surprised none of us caught on fire. Like, because <laughs> I haven't been to a church in about 15 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we worked out. I saw my cousin Shawanda um, at the family barbecue joint. If you didn't know, my family um, does own a barbecue um, restaurant, three of them called Daddy B's. Um, mm-hmm. One in Old Mulgee, really one in Haskell, and soon to be open in Tulsa next month. Um, so it was just good to see her, even though like we haven't really talked in years. But family's family, and if you have a connection, you have a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, worked out with Tyler, hung out with friends, played in Amy's wig 
That was funny. <laughs> that was amazing. I even that got that wig. Everyone's got to try on that wig. Anytime you see a wig, you're like, I've got to try. I got to put it on. <laughs> the, the the best part about that wig playing was like Natalie put on the skull cap with me, and we were just walking around being like ridiculous. For you guys who don't know, like, I personally do not want children, but I fucking love children. Um, I didn't have much of a childhood, so like seeing the a kid navigate the world is so fun or have them interact mm. with me uh natalie always interacts with me if anything she thinks i'm like a giant weirdo so like i'm like cool <laughs> i could be as weird with natalie as i want because i know she'll at least be reciprocal with it so it's fine mm-hmm. so we played in the wig caps for a minute and played on snapchat and we'll show her filters and stuff and then amy or no tyler took her to go hang out with a friend and uh yeah we just hung out played some games um watched the royal rumble and shout out to sasha banks um for dressing up as sailor moon um i'm making that my screensaver on my phone when i find a really good picture of it and i'm gonna also commission one of my friends to draw that because that was fucking cool um other than that life is good things will get better Mm mm-hmm but I feel like we've been talking too much about like mental health, mental health for the first <laughs> minute. So let's kind of yeah. just jump into like six sad world. Um, sure. We've been off for a month, so a lot of things happened. Betty White died. Meatloaf died. Bob Saget died. Who else died? <laughs> the uh, main villain of Moon Knight died. Yeah. Uh, um, Andre Leon Talley died, which. Him and Terry Mugler both died, actually. They were the pinnacle of fashion uh, for me. Um, Terry Mugler basically reinvented Beyonce in 2008 when he started becoming her main costume designer in conjunction with Miss Tina. Um, he even put Solange in some Mugler. Chloe and Hallie wore Mugler during their 2020 uh, quarantine concert series. Um, so I really, really, really loved Mugler and like what he did with connecting um, classic silhouettes with futuristic themes that really changed the fashion world. Um, Andre Leon Talley, uh, most of the youngins know him from America's Next Top Model, but I learned about Andre in the late, early 2000s due to him being the first black male uh, creative director of Vogue. Um, mm-hmm. If it wasn't for Andre Leon Talley, we would not have Naomi Smalls, Iman, Chanel Iman, Tyra Banks, a plethora of queer and black models. So he really put a forefront in there. So rest in peace to those um, amazing fashion icons, but mostly mm-hmm. to Bob Saget. Uh, it, his death did hurt my feelings because me and my father, who's also passed, watched America's Funniest Home Video in Full House like it was our fucking religion. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that one hit a little hard, but let's get into some mess. (laughs) Let's hear it. Jamie Lynn Spears, or what TikTok calls her, Judas Leech Spears, has wrote a book (laughs) called The Things I Should Have Said, which she already has been caught lying, has been called out. Um, She says that the book is not about Britney Spears, but Britney Spears is mentioned in this novel, Um, I'm calling it a novel because it seems fiction, Um, 350 times. Someone counted it. So I bought the book and I will be reading it just to see like how egregious is it it is. But um, so so, I'm sorry, what's what's the premise of the book when she's saying things I should have said? What is she referring to? I think mama was trying to be like, yo, um, (laughs) 
<laughs> she's basically like, yo, like, here's all the things that were going on in my life. But the actual title of the book was going to be called I Must Confess. It was supposed to be her biography. And then Britney Spears and the conservatorship shit happened. And she's like, let me change the name. And then she lied about it. And then Target was like, no, because we have the original, like, labeling for it here. And it was called this. Um, yeah. Isn't so that also a Britney Spears line, too? Mm-hmm. I must confess. I still believe. Right, yeah. It's Hit like, me, baby, okay. one more time. Yeah, yeah. So it, <clears throat> it just shows that um, Jamie Lynn does not have a lot of gravitas. Um, yeah. She's not very – she she lacks in integrity. Um, she's reductive and redundant. And just – I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, I, I personally believe, like, the Spears, Britney Spears thing is dragging itself out. And I think the family is just continuously just just finding their way of just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Jamie Lynn is very hyperbolic in like who she is as a person is very yeah. exaggerated. And I just think it's just kind of strange. And I just think it's really sad. It is. And and here's the thing. And I've, I heard uh, like a snippet of this. Maybe Brittany posted it. But it, it's one of those things where like, if you're having family issues, right? And, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm and I'm speaking to almost at Zoe 101. I mean Jamie Lynn. Yeah, honestly. Zoe 101. That's uh, her name. Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have things that you need to say to your sister, say it to her in private, mm-hmm. right? Don't try to capitalize on all of this shit that's been going on mm-hmm. by or trying to have some redemption tour by writing a mm-hmm. book and then giving it some sort of vague title like the things i should have said right it's like you know what i mean it's just <laughs> bitch I, I get just, your ass I hate, down i hate how everyone's like we have a dilemma or an issue on our hands but and i get britney's and and i i get why britney is like kind of mm-hmm. going after her younger sister like on social because i, I think she feels the need to defend speak herself. her truth right mm-hmm. exactly um but for, for for Jamie and this whole back and forth thing and then writing the book. I mean, these are, I think, conversations that need to be had. Like, if y'all want to try to make this relationship work, I mean, obviously it has to be on both sides and you guys need to come together and figure out what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If it's even repairable, you know, at this point. I don't know. <clears throat> so, my thing was like, okay, I have three older brothers. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I would, still to the day, but when I was young, I would do everything in my power to protect my brothers, my three younger ones, three older ones, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because younger siblings are born feral. We are born fucking feral. Ashtray mm-hmm. from Euphoria is the perfect example. He does not fuck with, he does not play with Fez. Do not play about Fez with Ashtray. He'll, he'll, he'll hit you upside the head with a hammer. He'll try right. to shoot you. He'll do whatever he can. Like, when I say that little siblings will do everything they can to protect their siblings, they will. Like, Solange in the elevator. Solange would never. Judas Leach is the outlier here. It is not making sense. I'm like, if you're supposed mm-hmm. to be here for your sister, first of all, why are you calling her psychotic, paranoid, and psycho- like crazy? But mm-hmm. then saying in these interviews that you don't think these things, like, like... Jamie, we all remember you flailing a knife at a sandwich shop in like 2011 mm-hmm. or 13. I can't remember. So don't act like you are some saint because you're not. Right. I mean, we all know how Zoe 101 got canceled. Mm-hmm. 
I must confess, and I do declare, <laughs> I do declare, child. So that's where I'm leaving it at. And I'm not slut shaming or nothing or, you know, shaming nobody for having a baby at a young age. But let's not try to play this innocent card. Nobody's no fucking angel. If you look at my Twitter from 2010, I was saying all this crazy shit. So no one's an angel. So stop pointing the finger. Shut up. Try to sell your book and leave your sister out of your dumbass book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. So you'll have to check back. We'll have to circle back and see what your thoughts are on the book. We'll have to get a quick little update maybe after you finish it to be like, this well, yeah. are my final thoughts. Yeah, I'll Here's do what a, I have to say. I'll do a I'm there, no, I'm there in Visage and I have something to say. I will definitely do that for sure. Um, I, will I definitely must confess, re- these are my <laughs> candid thoughts on the book. I must confess, my this book was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for that. Well, are you ready to talk about our movie? Oh, week? fuck yeah. Let's do fuck it. Fuck yeah. So I even today, have some trivia, too. Oh, I didn't even look up any. Yeah, hit me with some <laughs> trivia here in a minute. So today we are covering the 1995 classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. The movie. This is directed by Brian Spicer, written Who? by John Camps and Arn Olsen. Exactly. Uh, this has a 5.3 IMDb rating. Oof. Uh, and a quick summary of this movie. A giant egg is unearthed at a construction site and soon opened, releasing the terrible Ivan Ooze, who wreaks <laughs> vengeance on Zordon for imprisoning him millennia ago. Mm. With Zordon dying and their powers lost, the rangers head to a distant planet to find the, mis- the mystic warrior Dulcia. <laughs> Surprised Dulcia is mentioned on here because she's only in the movie for like maybe five minutes. Okay. But yeah. She made the summary. Perfect. She, she made it. <laughs> so you want the trivia now since you brought let's up Dulcia? Yeah, let's do some trivia. Yeah, for sure. So actually Dulcia was supposed to be played by Mariska Hargitay, the daughter of Jane Mansfield. And for you, SUV, SUV, SVU. S- yeah. SVU. Okay. For you, SVU baddies. That lady from that show, <laughs> um, she actually got fired because the, she flew out to Australia, like where they were filming. And then she asked to go home for Christmas. And then she called back. She's like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm ready to shoot some more. And they were like, nah, fam, you're out. <laughs> wow. Like, you've been fired. Yes. So uh, for the holidays and. Loses the job. It is crazy. Well, uh, you know, she's making that paper being on that show because SVU's been on the air for like what fifty years. So right? she's doing great. She's and fine. I, and I don't know her name either because I don't watch the show. But w- but when you said that lady from SVU, I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. I've never seen a single episode. Oh but yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh yeah. So go ahead, Tyler, because like let's the... let's let's die. I've got. A plethora of notes here. I'm ready. Let so, me tell you, I usually never take notes for these things. I just watch and just go off of the dome. But, like, this mm-hmm. movie is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I just want to say, like, I watched this movie so many times as a child. Like, so much that, like, my brother AJ and I broke the VHS. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to watch this for another 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I definitely felt the same way. And as I was watching it, there were moments <laughs> that I remembered from the movie, but there were there was a lot like the overall plot of this movie I could not remember from. What when I was is a kid. the plot though? <laughs> I it, it's kind of all over the place. Like, the, summary, like the summary, the summary did its the summary did its best. I think. 
So I love how this movie opens up because we get a five minute skydiving montage. Which of them just like woo, cowabunga, radical. It was so we're fucking fine. cool. It was so fucking cool though. As a it, kid. it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, I liked how Tommy flew in. He's like, because he's the cool Power Ranger, you know. He's like, I'm gonna fly in on a skateboard or, or like a snowboard, you know, and yeah. just like fly through and um. And then after they land, because they're like landing on a target, like a target, and of course they all hit the bullseye, and and then the, there's a kid that we're introduced to. His name's Frank. And Fred. He, uh, Fred, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fred is his name. He goes up to Tom and he's like, cool, you're the best. And he's like, follow your dreams, kid. And then we immediately like <laughs> transition to like a two-minute rollerblade montage with the Rangers. And they're yes. just skating around. And they can't just like skate like regular people like trying to get somewhere they've got to throw in some grinds they've got to throw in some like backwards skating well you got to remember they're teenagers with attitude (laughs) true and we'll get to that because they can't just do anything without some attitude right i'm like like, damn they're sad they can't even they can't even talk without being like i'm a power ranger like moving their arms and like voguing and shit during the skate scene the only (laughs) the only um Note I wrote was, how does no one recognize that they're the Power Rangers? They wear the same color schemes every day, and there's five of them. And they all (laughs) five just go missing at the same time when Angel Grove decides to have another fucking terrorist monster attack. Right. So that was my thing. I forgot this from, like, the TV show. So are the Power Rangers supposed to be, like, undercover? Are they kind of, like... Yes, they're, like, supposed to be undercover. Oh, is that their whole thing? Yes. So I have another thing, too. By the way, this is supposed to be, like... So the Power Rangers in 1995 already like introduced the multiverse before Marvel did and DC did because this is not set in the canon of the TV show. This is in another universe, by the way. I oh, did some really? I was doing some like deep digging cuz I was like there's a character that's never showed up in Power Rangers, um the pig guy, and I'm like who the fuck is that? I don't remember him. And so I went and looked and they're like he's this is not canon. This is a whole new universe. Mm. Yeah, because they have some of the same actors, right, from the TV show? They had all the actors, except, like, Rita Repulsa wasn't the same. Someone else was different. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't. The only ones that I could remember was Tommy. I was just like, okay, I remember the face. <laughs> but some of the other ones, I just I, I just couldn't remember um, their their look. And um, so, yeah, his, his character was, like, the only one that, like, stuck in my head. So after this two-minute rollerblade montage that we're introduced to they then go to speak to zordon Mm -hmm. um who is kind of like you know their they're their charlie (laughs) or not rafiki sorry um they're they're the charlie splinter i just threw a fucking lion king all of a sudden (laughs) yeah they he's kind of like their headmaster if you will and he's like guys be careful ivan ooze is is coming i could feel it or whatever which is like, really stupid okay. because they found ivan ooze like because they're like we've been looking for you for thousands of years i'm like how the fuck have y'all been in angel Grove this whole fucking time and you come <laughs> to tell me that this motherfucker was under the fucking bay oh yeah yeah the whole the whole time the whole time so of course construction workers are just doing construction shit mm-hmm. and they come across this um uh, I don't even circular... know, like circular, like medallion thingy in the yeah, ground, and, and it's a lid basically. And they're like, "Well, let's open this shit up," you know, because why not? Why do white people always want to do shit like that? 
they just got to see what's going on. And it gets better because once this egg, this like hand, this huge hand, it's probably about like six feet tall, mm-hmm. will like holding a purple egg, the guy then goes, oh, that's different. Let me go touch it. <laughs> so he goes to touch it, shocks the shit out of him. Basically oh, kills okay. him. Basically kills him, knocks him out. Everyone's like, whoa, what's going on? Um, later, uh, you know, it's, it's, we flash forward to it's like the night at the construction site, and they've got this caution tape that's wrapped around this egg, and it's now become this whole investigation thing. Mm. Even though we never see like anybody who would be qualified to research such an egg, we, we just see construction workers being like, we'll take it from here, and they just keep night watch about this egg but no scientists ever show up mm-hmm. nobody's ever looking into it no one gives a shit yeah it's probably not even reported to any sort of authority right mm-hmm. of people totally. who can Where's actually the police yeah yeah we don't see a single officer in this entire <laughs> like fbi we see CIA. no we see no law enforcement or first responders in this movie at all right. there's a lot of shit that happens so then we're in it we see like uh rita and uh Lord, oh, what was his name? Lord Zed. They show up. Which, and... by the way, another note: camp classics, camp icons. Zed and Zed and Rita. Rita's yeah. a drag queen. Zed's a you know he's a mo. I love it. They're just so yeah. campy, over the top. Goldar and that fucking pig that they decided to throw into the movie <laughs> just shows yeah. up. Yeah, just a random pig. So yeah. they they just teleport in, right? They're just I, I know where yeah. they. I, they don't just teleport in from. from the moon. They, just... they live on the moon. Oh, okay, okay. See, I, for- I forgot a lot <laughs> of the, the Power Rangers lore, so you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> so they end up opening this egg up, and she touches it. She's like, ew, there's nothing but snot in this thing. And, and then, mm. of course, the ooze turns into Ivan Ooze. And yes. he's basically like, thanks for freeing me. I'm going to wreck some shit. And yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? My plan is in motion now. I can get back to doing mm-hmm. what I need to do, which which we'll talk about what his overall plan is in a minute. It's basically what you would assume. It's he wants to take over the world with his so, ears, right? That's the first half of the film. Like besides that fight scene that's coming up. What are your thoughts on this just the opening? Because I feel like they crammed in so much yet so little because <laughs> i'm like who are these kids why what is my connection to these bitches yeah, other than so I, i've watched the show as a child right so i definitely think that this movie is uh, relies on you knowing already like who these power rangers are mm-hmm. right watching those first you know how many seasons one or two or maybe three that came out before the movie i, I can't even remember mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the show I just found out that the show is on Netflix like yes. the original one. Um I don't know if I want to even take a trip down memory lane. I'm to not see. doing that. I have so much shit to watch that I enjoy watching. I don't think I have enough time to put in something I don't like watching. Oh yeah. Unless no. it's for the podcast. Yeah. So, I was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> so yeah, I but I think you're right. I mean, this movie definitely within the first I mean, if they didn't spend so much time on montages, then maybe they could have we could have figured out more about Ivan and like what his actual plan is, but he just mm-hmm. shows, he just shows up and summons his goons to fight for him. Mm-hmm. And then he is on the lookout for Zordon. 
Yeah. Which... <laughs> <laughs> so like what bothers me about this movie is just like we don't get any clear motivations for anything like we don't no. even get like what is this ch what is this teenager stereotype we don't even get like billy's supposed to be the nerd you know like we don't even get any of that in this film like i'm just like what are their stereotypes like yeah the closest thing we get is some characteristics whenever dulcia is giving them their like new spirit animals mm -hmm. right when they become like the ninjetti, right? Because like, because because Johnny's all like, I mean Johnny, because Adam's like really upset, and I know I'm way frog. ahead, but he's she's like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm the frog, and I was like, hey, I mean you could be Kim. She's a fucking crane. Like I don't think that's that impressive, you know? Because well, like, like, what made me laugh? She was like, Aisha, you're fierce and ferocious. Billy, you're intelligent. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Rocky, you're this. Tommy, you're yeah. this. I'm like, bitch, you got all this because I forgot what they were supposed to be doing. I didn't yeah. get no kind of character development from nobody. So I'm like, you just pulled that shit from your fucking ass. Yeah, she picked it up. Yeah, because I never saw this. I mean, it's obvious that, like, Tommy's the leader, you know, because he's always in the middle. Mm -hmm. And he's always the one that people are calling upon, especially Kimberly, which by the way, in this movie, she is always the damsel in distress. Like, and no, both of the women, both of the women, like I, okay, let's yeah. not get, let, we'll wait for my feminist rant when we get to that scene, okay. because there's so much I want to dissect. Um, yeah. You mean scenes? Cause there was multiple. multiple. Like, I feel like at least Aisha like held up her own a little bit more <laughs> than Kim did, but I feel like Kim was always like, <laughs> Tommy! Like, Tommy, help! I'm stuck in a rock! And he's like, all right, I'm on my way! And he has to stop what he's doing to go help Kim. So At least like, Aisha's like, fuck this! And, like, tries, you know? Okay, the first fight, though. Like, let, let's, let's, like, let's... Could we jump Okay, so before they're in their suits? Yeah, before they're in their suits. Like, they were handling business. Like, the girls yeah. were doing it. The gay... Uh, the guys, not the gays. I have a theory. <laughs> we're gonna hold on to that, too. <laughs> But, like, the girls and the guys were doing their thing. I don't think there was anybody who was a weak link. When yeah, they morphed yeah. into their suits, it was cool. Like, I think the coolest scene, like, I know it's dumb and probably minute to everybody else. Because, like, I noticed, oh, wait, the actors are doing their own stunts. And I forget that all of them were, like, gymnasts and martial artists. That's how they got their jobs. Mm -hmm. So there's a part where, like, Aisha... Karen Ashley, she does this like thing where she's holding two of the monsters' hands and she does a flip and then she twists and then does another flip and then just smacks them together. I was like, that's actually kind of like impressive that she pulled that yeah. off. And you could tell there's no wire work, like, because when you see the wire work, you could tell. Uh, what <laughs> we'll I talk hated, about though, Billy. <laughs> what I hated about all these fighting scenes, though, that you're talking about, yes, is like every time they did some kind of move, like they quit. You're talking about Aisha. Yes. There's always some kind of like little catchphrase or quip that they have, yes. where she's like, "Now y'all make up, boom, and smash them together." And I was yes. like, "Oh God, this this movie is so cringy." I noted, I wrote, down I wrote down notes. the quips. I was like, "The quips are killing me." There's so many. Your fingers couldn't type fast enough because no. there's a quip every it's two like seconds. The one liner. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a couple. Amy stepped in while I was because I asked Amy about it. I was like, Do you watch Power Rangers when you were a kid? She was like, I hated Power Rangers. I never got into it. So I'm sitting there watching it and it's um it's towards the end when they're on the island and she was watching it and just watching that, that fight with the three guards and mm -hmm. was just hearing the cringy quips and she just kept looking at me like, What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> I was like, I know, it's it's really cringy. So uh <laughs> So bad. Yeah, so that fight, that's where we finally get to see them morph into their 
Power Rangers. We get that. I will say this though: the Power Rangers theme song is really dope. Oh yeah, you know, that lets you talk. Go Power mm-hmm. Rangers! It's so eighties. I I really love it. I love the theme song of the Power Rangers for sure. So what I really liked about this Power <laughs> the Power Rangers was the fact that like while they're transforming and morphing time and shit, the villains don't give a fuck. They are running away. <laughs> they literally are like, oh, we're done morphing. And they're doing their poses and shit. And then they're like, wait, where did they go? And then you look yeah. to their left, they're like, hollered ass. They're yeah. like, let's get the fuck out of here. So like, they're walking, they're like underneath, because they just, the next scene is just like, they're in a different scene of the construction site. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're like underground somewhere. I guess. Because, and as they're walking, it's like every step they take when they're in their suits, it's just like, <laughs> they had to add that in and they don't just like and whenever they talk it's very like it's they almost move like their anime hands. they yeah. move their hands and they move their heads real quick and they're just like wait we must go there but you, you know? have to remember where the original power ranger idea came from it came from japan from their right. super senshi thing and they were very an- live action anime too but like right. translating that to the american audience it's just like wow you're like one of those neck beards that i went to middle school with yeah <laughs> it's giving right. very much of that it's, it's giving weeb yeah. i don't know what you are ethnically but it's giving no i'm just kidding <laughs> but what tips really, fedora what made me mad is like oh no we can't see and then also aisha's like don't worry i have flashlights in my helmet like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i was like what is this dumbass shit so i was like i guess they got some upgrades in this yeah universe. i know and i was like did they not know that she had those flashlights right i'm like oh, great the- job aisha Yo, good thinking. I'm like, why didn't nobody be like, hey, yo, bitch, turn that fucking light off. <laughs> it's dark down here. And hey, then... Aisha, do you mind? <laughs> turn on the lights, man. Hello. <laughs> and then what was also funny is like Rocky, he had some thing where he could also see people's like uh, heat heat signatures or something. And he didn't turn that on either. I'm like, y'all some fucking dumbasses. Like, yeah, right. what? like I thought y'all was supposed to be smart. <laughs> Right, exactly, exactly. And another thing I noted too is that like the Power Rangers, they can't just like walk or run if another Power Ranger is in need because they start fighting again right after this. Mm-hmm. You know, they find they they find the goons and they start fighting them again. And they can't, you know, let's say like somebody's in trouble, uh, like let's say Kim for example, she's <laughs> yeah, like, she Kim, help trouble. me. And then let's say Billy or Adam, you know, it's just like. I'm on my way. And they don't just run to oh, no, help gotta, the other guy. They, they do like front flips and back flips and fucking slides whole and shit. floor routine. They want that gold medal. Oh, they're, my God. They're doing like, everything. Just run. Just run to the person. Help I'm like, them. We they're get like, it. I'm on my way. <laughs> we get it. It's impressive. Okay, but your friend is getting her ass beat. <laughs> they're literally jumping Kimberly right now. <laughs> they do like a whole ass break, like... They just do like break dancing and shit before they could even get over there. And I'm like, I we get it. You're very agile. You've got you could do a flip. You wow. can defy gravity sometimes. Looking at you, Tommy, how he's just like continuously kicking someone as yes. he's like gliding okay, down. Okay, definitely a wire was used. We're like, we get it. You like physics don't apply to you, but like yes. you, you may want to hurry the fuck up because your friend is getting their ass kicked. So what what So <laughs> there's a scene with Rocky and Adam. And they don't yeah. understand how they accidentally queer-coded these two characters. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny because Billy is actually gay in real life. Uh, yeah. 
but they are oh they stay rescuing each other billy uh, uh, uh rocky and adam the red ranger and the black ranger respectively and yeah. they also have these moments where they're like supposed to be like broing out but they're like longingly gazing at each other yeah <laughs> so i'm just like oh yeah they butt fuck <laughs> like Thanks, I love bro it. <laughs> they had that, that moment for like 30 seconds they're like oh <clears throat> bro yeah <clears throat> yeah dude thanks back there man <laughs> it's good like, game slap each other on the ass and so what was really gross too is just like these monsters shot like purple jizz like when they punched them they bled out purple jizz yeah it was gross i was like this is disgusting when i was a kid i was just like it reminded me of like grape jelly i feel like i always like craved a like a peanut butter jelly sandwich after i watched this movie i was like i want to i want a peanut butter jelly sandwich because it just looked like jelly was coming out of them gross i know isn't that gross um, so then the Power Rangers win, and they're like, "Let's go back to base." And which I forget the name of the base. It's like some crazy, like the command terrible... center. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, sorry, the command center. I thought I had a different. Okay, name. so like Ivan Ooze is the biggest gangster of any Power Rangers. Like, yeah, we talk about how Tommy, when he was the Green Ranger, like basically robbed and carjacked them for their Megazord. But, like, mm-hmm. Ivan Ooze does not just pull up to one base, but two base and fucking overthrow it. Because he just pulled up on fucking Zordon and Alpha, which cracked me up. Because he's like, you can't get in here without a, without a power cord. And he just walks in literally three seconds later, yeah. like... ay 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 Alpha we, the whole time. And, again, they still around. do not tell us what is the motivation here. He just wants a fucking wreck shop. When he hears the name Zordon, he, like, gets pissed, you know. For he's why? Just, what? Yeah, we, we don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> the lore i mean are there comics are there books like mm-hmm. is it canon is it is it not like i don't fucking know i just have this movie and when i was a kid i didn't care i was just like oh cool man they're fighting them they're fighting the bad guys i love power it's rangers and then, I, and then i get older and i'm like oh what what's why why what yeah like you said like what is the motivation the movie fucking does not there's no motivation like the only motivation is like oh zordon's dead so let's like get him back to life that's about it yeah, so we get to see Zordon, his old ass body, you mm-hmm. know, withering away. He looks like Darth Vader with his helmet off. Um, so we see that he's laying there. He's he's withering away, and Alpha's. They're like, we we can't save him. What are we gonna do? And Alpha's like, well, you know, there's a great power on uh, Thados. You can go there and <laughs> retrieve it. And they're like. But it's very dangerous. No one's ever made it. And then, of course, Tommy's like, anything's possible. We can do it. Believe in so, ourselves. We can. We have to believe. It's for, it's for Zordon. So they're like, okay. <laughs> so they just use their Mighty Morphin Power Ranger um, magic. So I guess they they don't have their powers anymore, but they can still they have the, enough power to, I guess, teleport. It to... sounded like to me. It sounded like to me. And this is just me and me alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is just me and me alone I think they were just like yo we only have like enough money to get to the gas station but not to buy gas yes. <laughs> so it was just like one of those moments so they yep. just said it's like hopefully you figure your way out kiddos to get the fuck yeah, back yeah exactly <laughs> yeah pretty much so they and it's never I guess I never understood or just remember like how they're able to just sort of teleport everywhere and if that's the case why y'all gotta be running everywhere if you could just teleport there exactly you know what i mean you're out here doing 50 fucking flips yeah exactly you're out here wasting your your stamina on these flips and you could just teleport you know to where you gotta be really 
So now we're on a new scene. We're on the island or the land of Phaedos. Um, and they begin exploring. So they're on their fetch quest to receive to retrieve this great power, mm-hmm. well, whatever that is. Um, like, is it a ring? Is it is it a goblet? Is it a sh- who knows? Shrine they touch? Is it popcorn? They, it, yeah. What is it? <laughs> you know, is it vodka? we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. So they get there, and I forget how uh, Ivan Ooze knows that that's where they they're get at. there. They get he there. He senses people. He senses people, but he gets there. But before we get there, he goes to. Re- okay, so we. <laughs> He, like, goes to Zed and Rita's little place on the castle mm-hmm. and completely wrecks them Yeah, the whole entire time. And yeah, has, like, no respect for them at all. No respect. And all of a sudden, he's, like, somehow he just finds out that the Power Rangers, after he puts uh, Rita and Zed in a snow globe, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, okay, when I was a kid, there's a part where, like, he shakes the globe and Rita's like, Earthquake! Yeah. Earthquake! <laughs> So I think it's so funny because when yeah. I was a little kid, when that movie came out, I lived in California still, and we had an earthquake, and I remember screaming it like that, so I always think about that. But anyway, he just sends these fucking Wizards of the Oz or, like, the whiz birds out there to, like, fight them. Yeah. And so this is my gripe with the movie. <laughs> Feminist rant coming in. Why is Kimberly part of the power? No, it's not even a feminist rant. Why the fuck is Kimberly a Power Ranger? This bitch can't do nothing. <laughs> I know she can't act. Um, she can't act she, her way out of a box. She she, 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 she never she has good. the she never has the right facial expression for the scene mm-hmm. that it calls for. It's like Zordon's dying and she's like la- she's like smiling. She's like, but you're like my dad. You're like a father figure. <laughs> my dad. And I'm like, and are you trying to be sad? Because like, you're smiling. <laughs> And like also like what what has he done to make us know that he's like your dad? Right, exactly. Other than put just... you in harm's way, <laughs> right? Put you in a little fight ring as a as a minor. <laughs> yeah, I think Fred needs to be the new pink uh, ranger. Just kind of dethrone Fred when he grows up. He wants to be the silver oh ranger. God. Remember at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna be a silver." Yeah. Which I'll talk about that because that's my favorite line of the movie. But I was like, maybe he just needs to grow up and be the new pink ranger. You know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, Kimberly ain't doing what needs to be done. Nah. She's not giving what's supposed to give. She's kind of so dragging the these, team down. So they fight these bird monsters, and they're getting their ass kicked. And next yeah. thing you know, this woman, Dulcia, in this fucking green bikini shows up. <laughs> yeah. And just beats their asses. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, her sticks, when she swings them, makes a high-pitched noise that the birds hate. Yeah, it's like a whistle. <laughs> it's like, ooh, ooh. And then she's like, like, you need to leave. And they're like, but we got to save Zordon. She's like, they're like, and then. Zordon? Zordon. Wait. I haven't heard that name in years while smoking Very Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's a name I've not heard in a long, long time. Speaking of. And she immediately is like, I'll help you. (laughs) Did you see how they like basically ripped off Star Wars at the very beginning? (laughs) I'm feeling a lot of heavy Star Wars tones. There's also, there's also, whenever they look at those dinosaur bones, you hear. Billy, he's like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," and I'm like, "Okay." Oh, I, he did. I guess say that. Get <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the Power Rangers didn't give a fuck. <laughs> they really didn't. They're like, we. I mean, it's 20th Century walk. Fox, so maybe they were, you know, had to deal with LucasArts or something. I don't know. I guess I don't know, but so they. <laughs> oh my God! They like basically because we're gonna skip. Like they have all this like weird introspection that tells us a lot and nothing all at once. Yes. 
And we already talked about how they all like, oh, it was so annoying. Okay, so when she's like walking down the line telling them, your personality trait is this because you're fierce and aggressive, black girl. Yes, work. <laughs> and then like to the Mexican guy, you're hardworking. Yes. And so I was just like, is no one can, no one picking up on this? <laughs> this is a little racist. Oh, the frog, the Asian gets the useless, most useless animal out of all of them, a fucking frog who he barely got to say anything. But then she goes, but you're a prince because you're handsome. I was like, okay. Listen. Okay, Adam and Rocky were like my sexual awakening at like five because they're so <laughs> hot. They're so cute. And they're still hot to this day. They're like in their 40s. Yeah. And I follow uh, Sean Cardenas, who plays Rocky. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't even think his name. Johnny Boish? Uh, Johnny Young Bosch. Johnny Young Bosch mm-hmm. on Instagram. And while they have aged so well, uh, Kimberly looks good. Karen Ashley still looks good. Um, the guy who plays Tommy, he's native, but like he looked like he's been punched in the face a few too many times. He looks great in his IMDb. He looks like a, he kind of looks like a well put together Nicolas Cage, with the, no. the facial hair and everything here. But again, it's IMDb, so you know these could be yeah. these. They just submit their own headshots or pictures. They're like, here's a, a headshot from ten years ago. Yeah. But some of the IMDb photos are awful. It's like they some oh. of these like actors who obviously have never done anything else have like selfies from like their iPhone eights. So it's a little pixelated. <laughs> Jason David Frank, and he's like covered in tattoos. Oh wait, I lied. He does look good. He looks never yeah, mind. Fine on here. He looks good. He looks good. So back to the movie. Um, yeah, after as Theron said, Dulcia goes, and she's basically doing like this ritual to give them their new. She's mm-hmm. basically making them like new Power Rangers, but now they have like these ninja suits. Um, mm-hmm. It's called the. Ninjetti, I believe. Whatever the fuck that right. means. Right? It sounded like spaghetti. I wrote it down. Yes, Ninjetti. So now they are Ninjettis. They have like their little headbands on. They've got their mask on. And then they're mm. ready to go fight. So they make it to, they have to go to, it's like a little castle. It's, some, it's, a, it's a building of some sort they have to go to. And it's, you can see it uh, across the, uh, across the peninsula or whatever. They got to go through the mm-hmm. jungle. So they go through the jungle. Uh, they get into a fight with some bones that come to life, you know, and that's where Kimberly gets stuck again. And Tommy has to, he mounts the, it's like a Stegosaurus, right? He mounts yeah. it. And as he's mounting it and he finds out how to kill this bonehead that he's, you know, calling it. He goes, hey, Dino, I got a bone to pick with you. And he pulls out, like, the neck bone, and his head falls off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> There's the fucking line. I got to – just the puns, man, are just mm, out the wazoo. Okay, so what bothered me was, okay, so now here's the feminist rant. They all do their little transformation, and, like, Aisha's standing there in her pose. And, like, I'm like, girl, do you not see this fucking mace coming at you? <laughs> Again, these fucking, first of all, like, there's a lot of death in this film. These fucking monsters in this movie don't give a fuck. They swung that shit right at her face, yeah. and then she, like, just runs in a hole, and then, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's that final battle, like, which... <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. They're, like, poking, like, swords at her, and then, like, she's, like, pins against the wall, and they're poking, and then, like, they, like, tried to save her by shoving the monster into the hole more. He could have stabbed her. <laughs> I was like, y'all didn't think this through? They really aren't thinking anything through. I mean, there's... So about that fight, you know, they get there, and 
they they start seeing those three soldiers fight. So it's crazy to me because mm-hmm. they make it sound like this journey that you're about to go on is impossible because nobody's ever survived. And when they, when they get there, they only had to fight three guards that just magically come out of the the wall. The wall. And I'm like, this is your final test to like this attain the great power. You have three guards that are holding mm. the great power. Fine movie. Go ahead. So they fight him, and then uh, they're about to to kill one of the. <laughs> I wrote this down too. To oh kill to kill to kill one of the monsters. Um, mm-hmm. So Kimberly's trying to push this rock. She's like, "Tommy, help!" Shocking, right? Tommy, I need uh, your help. I can't push this rock. And then he grabs a, he grabs a stick, and he's like, "Let's do it together as a team." So he like puts a stick underneath there. And they pry it over. And then, Power of positivity. Yes, and they go, let's rock his world. And they just push the rock onto him. He dies, of course. And then it's either it's either Adam or Billy. Um, it's Adam and Billy. That they both, when they do that little alley-oop thing, oh, they, elevator up. Yeah, elevator up, coming down. And they slice oh. the other one like in half. And one of them goes, and I forget which one says it, one of them goes... Um, Talk about a splitting headache. And I was like, oh, there it is. Right in the heart. A splitting headache. I'm like, y'all are making this so hard for us. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, y'all are making this so hard. It's awful. So, quick, they defeat the guards. Wasn't that hard. Um, They go back on Earth. Uh, The Power Rangers see Ivan's plan come to fruition. Um, He has this two big... Like, um, what are they? One's like a scorpion. The other one, it's like basically his like, like a fucking like beetle metal beast. Shit. One's like a fucking ant and they're pumped up with the zoo. Cause apparently those two, like, we'll just call them transformers for all intents and purposes. Those like transformer type <laughs> beings are <laughs> just so happen to be buried underneath the construction site where yeah, the egg was like, at. Makes sense. Y'all didn't see it. Yeah. So they dig it up. He pushes a bunch of ooze into it. I don't even know how he produces the ooze or where it comes from, but movie doesn't go into that. He just has an endless... I know where it comes from. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just an endless amount of fucking ooze. So he pumps that shit into him. He's a big comer. <laughs> Dear God. And then he, um, <clears throat> he also, what we forgot to mention is that Ivan Ooze needs um, adults to help like dig this shit up. So what he does is he goes undercover as Ivan the Great Wizard or whatever, goes to, like, this carnival and sets up one of those, like, like snake oil-type plans where it's like, come on down and get the, the ooze, and your parents will hate it, but who cares? Parents suck, am I right? Throw it in their faces. Yeah, throw it in their face if they don't like it. And all these kids are like, oh, cool, I want some ooze. And he's like, here you go, take a case and, you know, give them to your family. So, of course, they bring him home, and I guess – this movie just implies that all parents that come home, if they see that their kid has, like, ooze, they're just going to be like, what's this shit? And they're just going to throw Let it in their put face. put my hands in it. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking snort it like Coke. And then they become brainwashed. And during all this time, Fred starts to figure out what's going on. So he's trying to warn everyone. At one, There's, mm-hmm. like, one scene where there's, like, this fucking ooze party, but they're not under the spell because they listen to Fred. So it's like... High school kids are like partying and they're like, woo, the ooze. With, like because, 12 year olds. Yeah, as well. and they're all like decked out in like, there's like a DJ and everything. And they're all like decked out in like purple themed clothes. And Fred's like, yeah, guys, like, listen. Because Fred in this movie, he's like 
10. And he gathers up all these other people that aren't brainwashed. He'd be like, guys, listen, mm. the ooze, our parents are... Maybe they're partying because their parents are gone. So I guess the movie just thinks I, if everyone's uh, parents are gone, kids aren't going to shit their pants. They're going to be like, let's fucking party, man. So they're partying, having a great time. And Fred tells them that we need to we need to stop our parents because they're brainwashed. So they all are like, okay, let's listen to this kid. Um, this, so, this random kid <laughs> who low also knows how to work a fucking monorail train. Oh, yeah. He's he's in it. He's he's doing his <laughs> He's doing great. So, okay, so we're back on Earth. Um, and this is when we finally get to see their new Zords, their Zords by the way. Which, man, when I was a kid, I had these Zords. And Me too. I, I wrote that down. Yeah. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> I lived in Missouri with AJ and his mom. And I don't know how AJ got it. Uh, AJ's mom got it for me, but I had them and what you could do they were each their own zord and then you could put them all together yes and it was fucking big as shit yep. and so i went onto ebay to look for one just re- this morning mm-hmm. you know how much that shit costs if i would have kept that would have made at least a good twenty thousand dollars seriously in packaging yes wow but because hasbro has re-released a lot of the megazords uh-huh. um and so you could like the the original from the 90s are worth so much money because they're so hard to find. Those were so cool. And yeah, you're right. The fact that you could like put them together to make mm-hmm. like the you know, the Megazord was so cool. I loved I do I do love the the Ninja Megazord that we when we see when they all kind of come together. I I do like that. I, I think that's a really I cool, didn't like you it. didn't like it? I didn't, well the CGI I didn't like is terrible. The CG, oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. the CGI was all, like definitely done on Windows ninety seven. Oh <laughs> like, no, like, this was Jesus Windows ninety five. <laughs> this was ninety two. This was <laughs> I don't know. I mean, oh, it was rough, man. The yeah, the the CGI in this movie, which I know it, it's it's hard to mm-hmm. really fault the movie because technology wasn't where it needed to be, and we don't know what their budget was. I mean, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm going to. But I want to know what this fucking budget. It's is. so hard when you've watched so much shit. Good movies. Yeah, oh. and then to be like, that's like saying like. Hey, I'm gonna bust in this VHS tape. It's like, are you gonna watch it on Blu-ray? Or are you gonna watch it on VHS? You know, you're probably gonna watch. They it on had Blu-ray. a good budget, actually. Did they? A 15 million dollar budget, and they did nothing with that other than fly their asses to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> where did the other? Where did the other 14 million and some odd change go? 14 and a half this million. Movie, yeah. This movie was trash. It. Yeah. It. Uh, it, it wasn't. And I don't even know what CGI technology was like in, in the 90s. I can't remember a lot of 90s movies at the top of my head that had a lot of CGI. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I like with Star Wars back in, like, like the 70s and, like, 80s, is like they had... Their CGI was... Well, they had, like, more practical effects, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's see. I mean, let's see. This came out in 95. Um, look up for me, if you don't mind, when Phantom Menace came out because that had great CGI. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, Menace, yeah, episode one, Star Wars. Star Wars. I think it was like oh, they came out like in two thousand. Um, I, I think it's two thousand. So that look. was like ninety eight. Nah, I think it was two thousand. Okay. Oh, nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. We're both close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So four and years later. That was later. a fifteen. Uh, one million one hundred fifteen million. Oh, so they had an extra hundred million dollars. So maybe there's yeah. something to it, you know. 
you have another hundred million, Maybe. you know, you can hire listen. CGI artists to do their shit. Because CGI in that movie listen. for the time was fantastic. This movie, I want to call this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Kimberly's a fucking idiot. Because, <laughs> like, she just did nothing but dumb shit this whole entire movie. Like, at least Aisha had agency. Um... I can't remember anything. Everybody like not nothing. They had none of their conversations in this movie had context or substance. They they really didn't. I mean, I mean, Adam didn't say a word for like half the movie. You know, the Black Ranger. No, until ne- neither did the Red Ranger. Right? Yeah, he really didn't either. All he did was bust it wide when he got a fucking spear thrown at his dick. I'm pretty sure did Bulk, Bulk and Skull had more lines than three of these Power Of the Power Rangers. Ranger. Yeah, because yeah, I forget what the Blue Ranger was talking about other than, like, he would, smart. He no. would just say stuff like, we got to get to help. We got to get there. You know, it's just something really, really Yeah, small. we got to get there. Or help Kimberly walk up the stairs. Help, God like, dang it. Kim fell down again. Shit, we got to go pick her up. It's always like literally Kimberly was so useless. I'm like, okay, because in the TV show, Kimberly is like a bad bitch. And then there's like this whole comic book where she becomes like evil and becomes a Power Ranger hunter. And it's like a really cool, you know, story arc and storyline and character development. And now it's just like this movie just really just obviously like this movie really just had an agenda to just sell toys. Yeah. Well, it worked. It worked for me and you apparently because we had our hands on oh, it somehow. I was a spoiled ass brat. I got whatever the fuck I pointed <laughs> at. So yeah, I sure did. So the way this movie, so there's the final fight of this movie is the uh, the Ninja Megazord uh, versus Ivan Ooze. He transforms Ooh. his like Uzi self into one of his creatures and fights, and they end up fighting in space. Um, Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers Megazord goes into space, and Ivan follows them. And they have this plan to lure or throw him into Orion's belt, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure this was probably... I think this came up from Billy, because he's kind of the brains of the operation. And they actually push him away, and he collides with a giant flame ball. Um, a meteor, I guess it was. I, I guess. Was on fire. <laughs> Our com- I don't know. Uh, so he he explodes and this big terrible CGI. Uh, you could tell they were like nickel and diming the CGI at the end because it looked shitty. Um, you mm-hmm. see the explosion, yay! They save the world and they go back down. They immediately go back to the command center to help Zordon. Uh, and he's, you know, he's dead. And they're like, we're too late. And this is where Kim is trying to act and she's like smiling, but she's trying to time. And then. You know, Tommy's like, anything's possible. And they, like, do the Care Bear stare, and they all get their hands together, and they're just like, we can do it! And they somehow use the, quote, great power. We still don't know what the hell that is. Um, It's like the Force wannabe, I guess. I don't know, but I don't know how you acquire it. Just being there. And then they kind of push that great power into Zordon, and he breathes again. And then he, and then he's like immediately, his face is transported back to like that projector, like very Wizard of yeah. Oz, you know. And he's just like, Power Rangers, you saved me, thank you. And that's pretty much yeah, that's the it. whole movie. That's it. And then oh, that little boy. The epilogue is, at the I end. The there's Cold like a Ranger. carnival. We start hearing like um, some like very like '80s '90s type music happening, and they're all just like having dinner. Like that was crazy, man. Did you remember when we killed? Ivan Ooze, dude. 
and then Fred shows up and he's like, "What's up, guys?" And he's like, "What's up, little men?" Like Tommy's like the mentor of this Fred kid. I guess then, like literally they had like one interaction. I will one. say though, at the very beginning of the movie, Fred's fucking Jordan hat was everything. Did you like? Yeah. You need to go back and watch I it. it. I wanted that snapback so bad. I saw it a couple times in the movie at the beginning, and I also saw it whenever I think he was trying to get the like older kids on board with his plan to stop their parents who were brainwashed. I think I saw it again in that. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the very end. I, I remember seeing the Jordan hat again. I just can't remember like what scene it was. But I love it because they're, Fred starts talking and they were like, hey, man, we heard you were the hero of the day. You know, because honestly, Fred did a lot of shit. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of kept them all back. He had that plan. Remember whenever he like hopped on the, mm-hmm. the fire truck and was like spraying everyone with fucking water to hold them back? <laughs> Which I was like, it I was don't just... know how this works, but I guess it does. Uh, um, this movie made no sense. I'm just like, you know what? My, f- okay. my favorite line was when they were like, hey, maybe one day, Fred, you'll be a Power Ranger. And he goes, no, nah, that's impossible. And then Tommy goes, anything's, anything's possible. possible. And then Fred goes, you really think so, mister? And then Tommy goes, I know so. Boom, roll credits. Best line of the movie. I know so. So, <laughs> and that was Power Rangers. Or, are we tooting or booting this movie? <laughs> <laughs> if you've fucking... never seen if you have no emotional ties to this like from when you were a kid you will absolutely hate this movie absolutely <gasps> oh my god movie. you know what i'm gonna do what so Cody has this like i don't want to say boyfriend but boyfriend named gavin i really like gavin gavin and i were talking about power rangers the other day and he's like i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about i'm going to make him sit down and watch this film yes see what he thinks <laughs> we'll see what he thinks see what he thinks i think if you <laughs> I think if you honestly say that you like this movie, I think it's 100% nostalgia. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. It's okay to like a movie. You know? It really is, especially if you have nostalgia. And especially if you like it for its campiness. It's like you know what it is. You know mm-hmm. that it's a cheesy film and you still like it. That's fine. But I feel like if you do, it's 100% nostalgia. And again, that's totally fine. But I would, I will say this if you haven't seen it since you were a kid, it's on HBO Max. That's how you and I watched it. Basically, Go yeah. check it out, and you can just kind of see how the movie aged for yourself. I personally wouldn't uh, recommend it, but unless you you know, grew up watching the Power Ranger movies, go for it. You know, I mean, for me, it was fun. The best thing about this movie is it's only 90 minutes. That's great. Hour and a half. I love a great hour and a half movie. Give it to me. It's really easy to sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, grab you some popcorn or some coffee, whatever. You'll get right through it. You'll be confused because the the plot is all over the place. It's very. It cringy. really is. There's like literally. It's just. I'm still just so confused and just like what what did I watch? Yeah, I watched it. Um, this uh, morning slash afternoon, I kind of broke it up into two mm-hmm. pieces because I got up like halfway through and I was like, I need to do something. I need to like the movie was take too bad. Was it something. that bad? Like, I need to wake up a little bit more for this one. It was that bad. <laughs> It didn't have me captivated like it did whenever I was a kid. But again, mm-hmm. I, that's the target audience too. This this is a, this is a movie for kids. So I mean, your kid may watch it. I mean, I couldn't get Natalie to get it to to watch it with me. She was like, I would rather not. So she went and did something else. Which Natalie I has taste. She, 
Natalie has taste. Uh, she's like, I know she my does. daddy fucking lying. <laughs> she said, I know you fucking lying. Let me let me go. Let me get out of here. You call me when you found your goddamn mind, dad. <laughs> I don't know. She's watching stuff on Netflix, and I was like, okay, yeah, do you, but I don't know about this. But again, it's one of Different those things. It's like folks. the set that we watched when we were kids, we obviously thought it was the, the best, and our parents were just like, how mm-hmm. could you watch that? And then we get older, and we're like, those, those cartoons were the best, and then we watched – like whatever our kids are watching, we're like, how do you watch this shit? So it's it's always like a generational thing where we're always just going like, to sure. like what our kids are into, you know? For sure. I think our parents are just like, damn, our kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. My dad let, literally put the Power Rangers on for us anytime I asked for it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, my dad was a foreigner, so he thought this was just so fucking cool. He thought this was, like, next level shit, and it also got us out of his way so he could do his meth or whatever. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah. I think about that film, and I think about a lot of things. Um, but, man, that's not an Oscar-worthy film. Let's say look, we could start there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely not going to get any awards. Uh, CGI is pretty tough. The writing is very, very cringy. There's no so writing. This... There's no writing of that. No, it was, <clears throat> it was pretty rough. And see, the thing about the TV show, even though the TV show is did not age well as well, I remember every person's personality. Personality, like mm-hmm. Kimberly, was supposed to be like the sassy um, gymnast, but she was also like very much a, heart, a girl with a heart of gold, while like. Adam was the shy, chill guy, but was, like, very sensitive. Billy was the queer kid who was also very nerdy and smart. Same with Trini. She was really smart and caring and loving. Tommy was, like, very, like, a go-getter and, you know, just very supportive. And then in this one, it's just, like, these people were just props. They were. There was just... There's like no emotional beats in this film. Yeah, there there wasn't. I'm trying to see. Do they make another movie? Yes, which I want to watch because I've never seen oh, it. Oh, Turbo, like, a Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Oh, it has a three point seven on the IMDb. <laughs> oof, oh, perfect. Major oof. So all I remember this movie is like for some odd reason Tommy and Kimberly break up. And this is canon to the actual show. Mm. Um, Tommy and Kimberly are broken up, and she's now dating Jason. And I think that is so funny because it makes Kimberly a homie hopper and Jason a very bad friend. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, ain't that supposed to be your best friend? <laughs> what was after, like, the My Amorphan Power Rangers? It went to, like, it was like. So, okay, Zio okay, so. Was, something? No, it was Alien Rangers. Everyone forget about Power Ranger Alien Rangers because it. Because uh, after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they got turned into little kids. And then there were the Alien Rangers. And the Alien Rangers helped them get the Zeo Crystals. And then it was Power Rangers Zeo. Then Power Rangers Turbo. Then Power Rangers In Space. Then Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. It was just like... And then the Power Rangers Time Force. Then Dino I stopped Fury watching. was one. Ninja Dino Steel. Fury was like in 2004. Ninja Storm. Was like Ninja Steel is what this one says, 2017. Mm. There is a let's see, this one has a 6.0 on the IMDb. Wow. Um, I guess it's a series, is what it looks like. Um, yeah, it's it's a series apparently. 
Oh my yeah, god, I may have actually seen some of this on Netflix and I was watching it. It was the worst. I don't know. Did didn't you did you watch that I think you talked you and I talked about this. The the newer Power Rangers came out in like 20, 2017. Did you watch that? No. Oh, oh, the movie? The movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That movie was actually <clears throat> really fucking good. Was it? Yeah, people just didn't like it because like, I don't know, but it was actually really fucking good. Like, I remember watching it. Like, Naomi Scott's in it, and the guy Lindy Lou's in it. Um, well, Brian Cranston's in it. it as Zordon. Brian Cras Brian Ranson's in it. Olivia, and it's not Olivia Olsen. What's her name? Banks. Something uh, Banks? Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, she plays Rita. Elizabeth Banks in it. Like, it was good. And like, Rita was the original Green Ranger, and they kind of changed up the lore a bit. I really enjoyed it. Oh, Naomi Scott. She played Jasmine in the Aladdin yes. remake. Okay. Dang. And then Decree Montgomery. Oh, this is a old dude. He plays Billy from Stranger Things in like season three. Mm -hmm. He has all the long hair and shit. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. he plays Jason the Red Ranger. Dang. Am I going to have to watch this movie now? I may have to. Bill Hader voices you Alpha should. 5. Wow, I might, ugh, I might check. This you should. Out. It's really good. You would like it. I wouldn't say it's like a A plus film. There's right. still problems, yeah. but it was. It's a really good film. I really liked it. It was really funny. I remember being in the movie theaters with my best friend Toofy, and me and Toofy really fucking enjoyed it. Um, I say watch it. Um, but we need to come up with another really shitty movie to watch. Yeah, let's definitely. Um... Let's wrap this one up, and then we'll definitely start thinking about one that we watched from our childhood. Um, I've got a couple of minds. Um, well, I picked one, so now, now it's your it's my turn, turn to pick. pick. That is true. <clears throat> yes, that is true. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? I don't think we. I think we've pretty much covered all of Power Rangers. Did 95. we toot this or boot it? <laughs> we not answered my original question. Yeah, yet. you're right. <laughs> I, I, I am booting it. Um. Mm. I would only recommend this as a rewatch if you just want to see how it aged, if you were already a fan of it when you were a kid. But if you know nothing of Power Rangers, I do not think you'll like it. So I will, I'm going to have to boot it, unfortunately. Sorry, Power Rangers. I'm actually going to give this movie a two. Are really? <laughs> yes, even though the movies are extremely stupid. I'm one of those people like who are like, this one will be really good while high <laughs> but also it's just i think it's a toot because you know what for the time it was made it was actually a very revolutionary film it was the first time that a tv project like of that caliber got like a blockbuster film um and i'm tooting it for nostalgia purposes and nostalgia purpose only the movie fucking sucks but it's still a good movie at the end of the day yeah i grew up with it yeah no I, I totally understand that. I mean, I just, I just couldn't get into this, man. I, I was hoping there was gonna be a slight nostalgia for me where I was gonna really like it, but yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I mean, 
I loved it. So yeah, that's our thoughts on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and that's what it's going to be like when we cover these sort of movies. Is where, you know, we may tear this movie apart, and one of us will be like, "Don't ever watch this," and then you have someone like Theron who's like, "Yeah, fuck it." I mean, yeah, it's not a great movie, but I mean, nostalgia is a powerful thing, and it 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 gave what it was supposed to give. I mean, it didn't give a plot, so that's that's something. <laughs> but it, it gave. It, that, it right? gave... It gave what it was supposed to give. Okay, before we go, okay. I just want to say I am so happy that Janet Jackson is getting her flowers. Um, she released a documentary this week, which I'm actually going to um, – it's a four-part documentary, so four hours. Um, I'm actually about to start it after this. This is my – you should check it out, so we're segueing into check it out. Okay. You should check it out. But just seeing that Janet Jackson is at the top of the charts and getting the love and recognition that she deserves – it's great to see. I am a Janet Jackson fan before I'm an American. And just seeing <laughs> that people are finally giving her love and support and adoration mm-hmm. is great. If you are a pop music head or you love music in general, I always say get a deep dive into Janet Jackson's discography. She actually created the genre bedroom pop with her Janet album. But her best album to date, her magnus opus, is The Velvet Rope. It was the first time as a child I heard a black woman sing, black person sing about queer identity, depression, and self-esteem and domestic violence. I think that album really changed the sonic landscape of music, especially with R&B. So if you have some time, give The Velvet Rope a listen or Janet, period, album listen that is my you should check it out what about you tyler yeah where can people find that documentary is it on hulu it is on uh not on hulu unfortunately it just came out so i don't know if they're going to drop it on streaming yet okay uh it was a lifetime and a and e original so i'm actually going to buy it off of amazon prime for six dollars oh okay yeah, I, I thought I saw that it was streaming somewhere. I, I thought it was like a Hulu original or something. Let me find um, it. But yeah, so while you're looking for that... Oh! Oh, never mind. It's not on Hulu. You have to have Hulu Live TV to watch it. Oh, oh maybe that's... Because I have Hulu Live TV, but that's kind of a ripoff because it's like, you want to catch it live? And it's like, well, maybe I could record it. I don't know. Mm. You can't just stream it when you want to. So for me, I'm going to recommend the new season of Demon Slayer that is currently going right now. <clears throat> I'm a little mm-hmm. behind in it, but from what I've seen, it's really good. I, mm-hmm. I'll i say this, and if you're an anime fan, you can come at me. And if, if you want to come at me, you can you can hit me up if you know me personally. Or if you don't know me and you want to come at me, uh, you can email us at foxandstone8. That's the number 8 at gmail.com. I would love eight. to hear from you. I will say this. I am a, new, a newer anime fan. Um, mm. So, you know, I'm kind of new to the game. But... I, I think season one of Demon Slayer is better than what we're getting in season two right now. This mm. is like season 2.5 because it came out with like Mugen Train before this season. But I think that was mm. only for the people that didn't get a chance to watch Mugen Train in theaters like you and I did. Um, mm. So there's like a Mugen Train arc. But we already it are, I think it just literally was the movie but just broken up into like episodes. So I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, season two is really great. It's taking place in the entertainment district. Uh, I've read the manga of that, and it's it's exactly what the manga is, scene by scenes. It's really good. Uh, I just think that season two is, um, I think it's a little more silly than season one. Um, I, I, I don't mind a silly manga at times, but um, I, I do, I think I 
find myself liking the kind of more like mm-hmm. serious animes that have like a little hint of like silliness from like certain characters. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm still recommending Demon Slayer season two. It's on Hulu right now. You have to watch it subbed. Um, but if you want to watch season one, you can watch it on uh, Netflix or Hulu and dubbed mm-hmm. and subbed versions are available on that. I think the dub for Demon Slayer is really good. Uh, but right now season two, uh, I haven't seen where it's at. And you can watch these on like Funimation or Crunchyroll too, yeah. I'm sure. So uh, I just, I'm I mean, pers- Hulu has a lot of anime, so I just stick with those. I'm personally waiting for um, <clears throat> it to be dubbed. Mm-hmm. I get headaches trying to read sub subtitles and yeah. watch TV at the same time. Yeah, it, it could be it could be kind of tough. Um, I know for me, like if I'm eating and trying to watch something that's subbed, it's really hard for me because I'm mm-hmm. looking at my food and trying to like keep up with what's going on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> can you not look that? You have to look down to eat. Yeah, I have to look at my food. Like put it. Yeah, that's crazy. Unless I'm eating like a sandwich or something. But yeah, yeah, I just have to like look down at what I'm eating. No, like literally, that's how like I eat. I don't really look down at my food. Like yeah. I love ramen. The only time I'll ever look down at my food if I'm eating like ramen. Mm, yeah, gotta make sure you get them noodles but, on there. But I only eat gourmet ramen anyway. I need some good ramen. I haven't had it in a while. So yeah, those are our recommends. Uh, also, if you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to share it. Tell a friend. Share on social media. We'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate all your support uh, if you if you listen to it. I know we had a lot of people listen in uh, last year when we first started. This is going to be our twenty first episode, which is crazy. Twenty one. Twenty one. So yeah, we we really appreciate it if you are enjoying the podcast, or if you have any recommendations, or if there's any nostalgic movies that you want us to check out again you can email us or just hit us up personally if you know us and just let us know what we should cover next and we'll watch it maybe it's something we haven't watched and we can kind of give that perspective of Mm. let's see what all the fuss is about kind of thing you know like this is a classic movie that maybe just kind of you know went you know under the radar for us we didn't get a chance to watch it but uh, thank you all so much, whoever you are and wherever you are, for joining us again on this episode of The Fox and the Stone. We will see you later. Theron, I will see you soon. And as soon. always, bye. Bitch.